Welcome to the Naked Party Time Podcast, where we get real and raw about life, leadership, and love. While having lots of fun along the way. So what do you say? Are you ready to get naked? Let's do it. Well, hello and welcome to episode number three of the Naked Party Time Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Manis, and as always... (laughs) Sabrina is here. Can I can I really say as always? We've only done three, <laughs> three episodes so far. I guess if all the uh, all the podcasts we've done, you've been on every one of them, so it would be yes as always. I'm always here. I'm, I'm your here sidekick. With my wife. <laughs> You're more than a sidekick, babe. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm here with my wife, Sabrina. This is uh, the second podcast we're recording in one day. Mm-hmm. So we were going to try to do all f- four of this series. Yeah. How are you holding up with just doing two? Two is good. I'd, I don't think I'd want to do any more. Are you ready to lead this one? No. You sure? Yep, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, whether you're listening on a podcast app or watching us on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Our prayer is, and we really do pray this, yes. that these conversations would be valuable yes. and practical for you in your life. On this episode, we're continuing the conversation we started last time called, I Don't Want to Go Back to Normal Because Normal Wasn't Working. We hit on some pretty personal (laughs) subjects, so we may not have any listeners left (laughs) by the time this airs, but we're going to go with it anyway. That's right. And if it helps one person, uh, if only for the one, right? Even in our personal lives, we live out that value. I always say that, yeah. So this is a a four-part series. We started last time by highlighting six things we don't want to go back to normal on from our pre-COVID life. Uh, Our financial health, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, relational health, and speed of life. Health. health. <laughs> hey, I want to say I'm so proud of you that they don't all start with the same letter. Well, they all had health. It bugged me that the last oh, one. Oh my goodness. The last one didn't have health in it. It really did bug I, me. I was thinking, wow, he like broke his sermon thing, and then it still bugged me. If I would have thought about it, I probably could have come up with a. Oh my word. A way to have it all work out with the How same letter. How long do you spend? Too try, much. Trying to get your seriously, words to match. Seriously, too much. Oh my goodness, you're I so will, funny. I'll change like if I have if I have a three point sermon and two of the three have the same letter and I can't get the third one, I'll change the other two. I'll find some crazy random oh word. Oh my word. <laughs> it's bad. That fits. I have a I have a problem. Yes, you do. Uh, well, that's the first step in admitting you have a problem. <laughs> uh, which of the which of those six stood out to you the most that we looked at? I have to say I was a little shocked by a little shocked by all of them, yeah. but probably the spiritual health yeah. first off and then the emotional health How second. Many, like yeah. Those numbers are yeah. just devastating to me because I've been in both yeah. so deeply yeah. and yep. it just makes me very sad. For me, it was the, the financial one. Just yeah. the, the amount of people who can't survive the loss of one paycheck. I know. And again. How scary and we've stressful. We've been there. Yes. We've been there. Uh, it was, that was heartbreaking to me. So, uh, in that first episode of the series, we didn't really offer any solutions. We just acknowledged what we saw as problems. And now we're going to start looking at solutions. Once again, if you're struggling in one of these areas, you don't agree with our assessment or whatever, seriously, no judgment at all. We've, we've struggled greatly in all of these. We still struggle with them today. 
You're never done growing in any part of your life. It is about progress. Not perfection. Not perfection. So please hear us in that. We want to see you thrive in every area of your life. And we just don't believe, according to those numbers, that Americans were thriving in those those specific areas. And we know personally that it's possible to thrive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not only have we seen it in our own life, but there's... Other people in our life has inspired us yes. because they're thriving. Yes. We we are still learning from people in our oh, own lives. Yeah, My goodness. Constantly. So if you haven't listened to that first episode of the series, it's episode number two of the podcast. I'd encourage you to go back and listen and then pick this one up. Yeah. Uh, because we're going to look deeper today at the first two things we don't want to go back to normal on, our financial health and our physical health. Uh, before we dive into today's content, we do want to give away another ten dollar mm-hmm. Starbucks gift card. We might have to end up changing the the gift at some point. Yeah, but, I know. Um, to, we were going to give that away to someone who asked a question this week. This episode's winner is Cynthia Fernandez, mm-hmm. and we're going to a- actually answer her question as a part of the content today. Yeah, it was really good. In fact, I think for. Almost for the rest of this series, it'll be listener questions yeah. that are a part of the content. Yeah. Uh, she asked this question. It's such a good one. Where do you suggest starting when your debt is out of control? Mm-hmm. And what tips do you have to budget together as a couple? Now, I do think there's some tips that it's going to help our single people too. But yes, the, yes. her question was about married people. So we'll deal with that as well. Uh, with that, let's just get right into our content and talk about that first thing we don't want to go back to normal on, which is our financial mm-hmm health. Um, to remind everyone, uh, so if you're listening, you didn't listen to the last episode, just to remind you pre COVID stats showed 75% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, meaning they couldn't survive a loss of one paycheck. 68% don't live on a budget. 56% save less than a hundred dollars a month and right around 50% have less than two weeks of expenses in savings. Hmm. 25% of people have no savings, not a dollar of savings, 25%. The average household has $38,000 in consumer debt, not counting the mortgage. Wow. So all of those numbers just sent up major red flags yes. to me yeah. when I saw that. Okay. So just for a frame of reference for our conversation, the average American household income is $59,000. I understand in some parts of the country that literally could put you almost at poverty level, depending on how many kids you have. But for the most part, in the vast majority of our country, that's a livable wage. Yes. It may not be your desirable wage. Right. You may not have everything you want in that wage. But it's livable. Yes. And I believe, I really do believe that no matter how much money you make, you can save. Yes. Savings to me was the big catalyst of this conversation. Right. Um, And remember, I said this last week. Saving is not a dollar amount you have. It's a discipline in which you live. Yes. That's it's not so a dollar good. amount. Mm-hmm. It's a discipline. Uh, so how do you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> per Cynthia's question, where do you suggest starting when your debt is out of control? What tips do you have to budget together as a couple? Let's start rolling through these. Okay. The, so the, the first thing I think we have to do if we're going to not go back to normal mm-hmm. is this. Choose no more debt. Yes. Just stop. 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 You have to make a decision. We will not have debt again. Like right. we have the current debt. Right. And not we don't. We're we're debt free except for our house. Right. But you're gonna choose from here on out. We're not adding any more debt. Yes. That you have to start there. And the easiest one to stop, I think, is credit card or consumer debt. Right. 
We do have a rewards credit card mm -hmm. that gives 2% cash back, but we've never once carried a balance on it. Right. In fact, I have it set up to, to on the credit card uh, online portal to automatically pay the balance in full on the due date every month. So that it just, it is automatically pays it every time. We've never paid an, a, a penny of interest. Right. Never carried a balance. For us though, one of the most common forms of debt that we just refuse to have, and mm -hmm. I think this is one that could be the most beneficial for people, but the hardest one to do, Yeah, is we refuse to have a car payment. Yep. Refuse. The average car payment in America is $471.50. Now we know we are in the vast minority on this. Yes. But we'd rather put $471.50 in a savings account every month. Yes. Pay cash for a car, pay cash for repairs, mm -hmm. rather than put that money into a car payment every month. So it, go, it goes back to that Proverbs 22. Yeah. Borrower is serving to the lender. I don't want to be a slave to a car dealership, yep. a bank. Yep. I want to be in control of because that. Because if, if the bottom falls out of the economy or my income or yep. your income, that payment's still sitting there. Right. If I don't have a car payment, that money can be sitting there in savings. Right. <laughs> so an average, with the average car payment of $471.50 a month in six years, which is the common length of a loan, right. that equals $33,948 I could save. And, you, and a lot of times you don't even pay that much for your car. Like right. You pay way more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's not counting the residual costs of a car yeah. payment, which is typically full coverage insurance, right. higher tax, higher reg registration costs, which are hidden fees of a, of a car payment. So even if I spent $15,000 right. on car repairs. Which we never have. Which we never have. If I spent $15,000 in six years for my paid car, car repairs, paid right. for car. right. I still would save $18,948 in six years. Wow. You can't beat that math. That's really eye-opening. Yeah. So just the average car payment for six years, if I had paid $15,000 in car repairs, I still would save $18,948, which by the way is a pretty decent car that yeah. you could buy with 15, that money. 15000 No, 18948 oh, with the money that's saved yeah. over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get a sweet car oh, yeah. for that in cash. So, by the way, I just I just saw yesterday, uh, CNN had an article online that debt has gone down during this pandemic. Oh wow! Which is I thought was super cool. People are actually are, are not going into debt as much since COVID hit. Well, because so that's good. Yeah, that is good. So anyway, the, the first thing, just choose no more debt. It's hard, yeah. but choose it. You have to choose it. Yes. We will not go into debt. And it's it, it sometimes in the beginning it's a daily choice. Oh my goodness, absolutely! You have to say no over and over. Yep. You have to watch your friends do things yep. that you can't participate in. Yep. You have to come home and eat leftovers yep. again. Yep. Like, but it's worth oh it. Oh my goodness, so worth it. So the second thing to do if you're not going to go back to normal, or if you're going to get out of debt, as Cynthia asked, is live on a budget. Yes. Like these, we're not giving anything groundbreaking here. No. Live on a budget. That budget needs to balance, meaning <laughs> you're not in the hole. Right. So you're not spending more than you're making. A budget's not good if you're right. spending more than you're making. You won't save any money or get out of debt that way. <laughs> 
as Joe Sangle famously says, yes. income minus outgo equals... Exactly zero. Trademark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he'll he'll send me a bill. Uh, yeah, that's it. right. That's right. So, Joe, thank you for that. But it's true. Yeah. Your budget needs to equal zero. We budget to zero. We tell every dollar where to go. We make savings and expense in our budget. Hey, if you want to be in control of something, be in control of telling your money, Tell your where, money where to it go. needs to go. Yep. It's not the boss of you. Yep. And I don't I don't care what budgeting app or tool you yeah. use. Joe Sangle has some great ones. Dave Ramsey has some great ones. Just live on a budget. Right. Stick with it. Stick with it. Mm-hmm. And it and it, it will take it might take you several paychecks to figure out your budget. Right. Yeah. Like the first one, you're gonna be like, This is crap. So don't don't, don't give, give up. up. Yeah. Keep doing it over and over and over yep. until you figure... We constantly change our budget. Oh, yeah. We change it all the time. Like So it's a constant but moving it, thing. But it always equals zero. Yes. We have We're told never every single dollar where to go. Yep. Um, to do this then and have money for savings, you have to choose to live on less than you make. Yeah. So I actually think discretionary income is just as valuable as cash in the bank. Hmm. Because it's it's one thing to have a savings account. Right. It's, a, it's another thing to have expenses that are far less than what you make. Right. Because then if you change jobs or lose your job or your income changes, you aren't already spending everything you make on your expenses. Right. There's some flexibility. There's some flexibility to change. Yeah. yeah. So and adapt. And adapt, yeah. yeah. Like if I lose my job, if my income goes down, whatever, I'm not spending everything. Right. I've discretionary income is just important as money in the bank. That's good. Um, if you're married, you need to have no secrets. I highly suggest, <laughs> and I would even argue it's biblical, but I won't say you have to, but we suggest having a joint checking account. Yeah. If you choose not to, I don't know why a couple would have to. It doesn't make no sense to me. Right. You do have a business checking account. Yes. Only for your business, though. That's separate from our personal. And so yeah. here's what I say. If you choose to have two checking accounts or not not joint, uh, decide together how you're spending money in both. Yes, you have ever all the access to my yep. business account. You yep. can, I can't hide anything. Yep. So, like, I'm the one that leads the budget in in our house, but we review it together every time. Yes, and I don't always want to sit down and yep. do it. And you don't have to do you don't have to do your budget together. We don't do it together. No. Well, we do it together, but. Oh, Malanta. <laughs> Getting naked over here. Uh, that was funny. Uh, we don't actually sit down and do the whole budget together. No. I do the I do the budget. We I find out what do we spend, where what lines are coming from, and da 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 da. And then uh, the last ten minutes of my budget time, you come down. If I have any questions, whatever, I let you know where we're at with our budget. If we make adjustments, right. would you say you look confused? No, I'm just listening. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I. I do have a question for you. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna kind of maybe throw you off Uh-oh. here a little bit. Here we go. Um, is this is this gonna be safe? Yeah. It's, no, it's a safe question. <laughs> I'm filtering uh, what's, what's what I'm my, going what's to my, say. What's my what's my safe word? <laughs> <laughs> if you need out of the situation, <laughs> uh, you could say "caca." No. Um, but I do know, and a lot a lot of my friends, the woman does yeah. the budget. So, do you have an opinion on that? The man is supposed to be the spiritual leader of the household. Do you think it matters one way or the other if a man does it or if a woman does it? Does it matter who leads in that? 
I'm, if the man sucks at finances and the and the wife, if the husband sucks and the wife is great at it, then by all means, the wife should do right. it. <laughs> right. um, There's no right or wrong reason. Do anytime you? it ever becomes a, a power a power play that the wife won't let go because she wants to be in control or the husband won't let go because he wants to be in control, then you have issues because now okay. you, as long as I think you're as long as you're on the same page, you're communicating about it, who, who does the numbers or the spreadsheet or the app or whatever doesn't matter to me. Right. As long as you're, you're making decisions together, um, I think is the, is the key. Okay. Good, good question though. I just thought that might be something yeah. that could come up. Yep. Uh, so we, we both review the budget every time we establish the budget together, deciding where we're going to tell our money to go. If you don't tell your money where to go, it will find somewhere to go. Oh my word. And it usually yes. will not be to savings or to pay off. Debt. It like grows <laughs> wings and flies yep. away. Yep. So you, you gotta, if you're going to live on a budget, if you're going to live on less than you make, you have to make sacrifices. Yes. If you're already, like, as Cynthia said, like way into debt, kind of the language she actually specifically used. You have to make major sacrifices. But it's only for it's a for season. It's for season. Yep, it's not forever. So it's for Cynthia, now. yeah, it's not forever. The sacrifices for you have to do now will not be there forever. Yep. So it, it, it's not in our plan to ever own a new car. Yes. We right. do have a plan to buy nice cars. Yes. But with, only with cash. Mm -hmm. And we're going to let someone else take the hit on the value. Right. So I drive a 2000 GMC pickup. You drive a 2004 gold Buick Century <laughs> that looks like a grandma car. It really does, doesn't it? Yes. I call her Goldie. Call her Goldie. But it's what? It's paid for. Yep. And she runs great. Runs great. Has 104,000 miles yeah. on it. Has a 2004. It, it's, it, and it, it, it's hard when you see other people buying and driving new cars and we're just not going to do it. Right. And I, we, I, like I have a car I want. And so yeah. Yeah, you we, a, yep. I really want a Subaru. And so we are talking about what does it look like to get something a little bit newer, but pay cash for pay it. Pay cash for it. So I, I'm, I would rather have financial freedom than a new car with a recurring payment. Oh, I'd rather go on vacation yep. than have a car payment. Yep. We're putting our money towards other things we want to do. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put my money into a car that spends the majority of its time sitting in the driveway. Right. Yeah. You're hardly in your car at all. So we pay, pay, pay cash for, it might mean you take less vacations because you're paying cash. Yeah. Pay cash for home repairs, medical procedures, everything. Like you have to make sacrifices. Yeah to live on a budget, to live on less than you make and start saving money. So that leads into the, the, this next thing. Make savings a priority. Yeah. We live on the 10-10-80 model. We give at least the first 10% yes. of our gross income to God through our church as our tithe. Yes. We've always tithed. Mm -hmm. Even when we were in massive debt, living horrible financial lives everywhere else. We always tithe. Even when I hid debt from you, we I was still tithing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I never, that's just something we, it's never crossed our mind to stop tithing. I firmly believe that God blesses the yes. tithe. Malachi 3, 8 through 10, bring all the tithe mm -hmm. into the storehouse. Yeah. So there'll be food in my temple. If you do, he says, test me in this. Yes. The only thing only place right, he says, that you can me. test him. Only place. Test me. I'll open the windows of heaven, pour mm -hmm. a blessing on you so great you won't be able to contain it. Start, start somewhere. Yes. Like I can't do 10%. Then give 1% mm -hmm. with a goal of getting to 10. 
And make it the first. Make it the first thing. Yes. yes. We, we So all of start somewhere, yeah. but we give the at least the first 10%. We actually give way more than 10% in generosity yeah. with our compassion kids and whatnot. But um, next thing we do is we save at least 10% of, of every paycheck we get, at least 10% into an emergency savings account and into our retirement. We use an online savings account at Ally Bank. Mm-hmm. We set up an automatic deposit. Yes. So that when I get paid, I actually automatically have it go out for mm-hmm, my tithe mm-hmm. and I automatically have it go out into uh, savings. One of the things I love about an online savings account like Ally Bank is that uh, it takes three days mm. to transfer money back into your checking account. So it makes you think. It makes you think about what am I actually pulling this money out for? Right. And then you can actually cancel within that three day window. Oh, yeah. You can cancel the transfer when you have your. Your oh crap moment of like, <laughs> exactly. I don't need to pull money out of savings to buy me a new pair of sneakers. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's all, not very wise. I'm all for some new kicks, but not out of my emergency savings account. No. So when you save money, think of it this way. You are literally paying yourself. Hmm, that's good. You're paying yourself yeah. for a future need. Yeah. That you can't see yet. Right. But when it happens, you'll have the money for it. Yeah. So uh, an initial emergency savings account is more important than paying off debt. Yes. And Joe and Dave would save that as well. I, I, well, Joe and Dave have differing opinions on how much to on save. On how much, yeah, but they you both need some savings. save, you yep. need something. Yeah. So and here's why. If you don't have savings, mm-hmm. but you have an emergency, what are you going to do? Go back into debt. You're going to put in your credit card. Yeah. So you have to have savings first before you start really attacking your yeah. debt. I believe one month of expenses is a good place to start. Yeah. Dave Ramsey says $1,000, but... For me, there, most emergencies are more than a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's so true. So I would say one month of expenses, but just have something. Yeah. Um, we are now personally at, at a, a bucket list goal <laughs> that we now have six months of expenses in savings, not six months of income. Right. Because we live on far less than we right, make. Right. Which, by the way, is 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 the beauty of living on less than you make. That six months number or three months or one month number gets lower when your right. expenses are lower. Right. Um, so, and that number is lower when you don't have debt too. Yeah. Much when you have lower. debt, that has to be in your yeah, yeah, category yeah. of expenses. Yeah. Don't so, forget to calculate that in. So we didn't start taking this seriously until about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we've made so many mistakes along the way. We would start savings and spend it. We'd get out of debt and go back. Like we've made or all Or we'd have a broken arm and yep. man. Yeah. And then a couple more here on this, on this, uh, financial piece, as far as paying off debt, um, you can't beat the debt snowball yeah. method of Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Joe suggests that as well. Look it up on Dave's site, on Joe's site. You can sell crap. Mm-hmm. Like get on Facebook Marketplace and just start selling crap. Yes. We all have too much stuff. Yes. Downsize if you have to. Yeah. You may not be able to stay in the house you live in. Yeah. Sell your cars. Mm-hmm. You might have to eat a little bit of that debt that you have on your cars. Yeah. Like get a side hustle. An extra job. Yeah. Do whatever it takes. It is hard freaking work. But it's worth, <laughs> so it. worth it. It's so worth it. it. So if do a spending fast. Yeah, that we need to go We're back gonna, to that. Yeah, no, we do. So we did one at the start of the year, and it's what accelerated us to get to our six-month yeah. savings goal, where we literally, for three months, we stopped all spending except on what was necessary or recurring. Like right. we, did, we didn't cancel our dish network. We didn't cancel our internet. You we, can do those things if right. you have to. We didn't have to sacrifice yes. during this spending fast because we've already yep. sacrificed many, many times. But we had we didn't had no eating out. 
Yeah. No new clothing, no entertainment, no Starbucks. We hardly eat out anyway, which I bet is another great place to save money. Yeah. We budget for the our family of six a hundred dollars a month yeah, on it, eating it out, which go doesn't go far. very far. No. But make start find those places you can start stopping spending and then put that money towards savings and eventually yes. towards debt payoff. And, you, and, then, and then you can get that money back. Yeah. And, and you yeah. can increase it. Yep. Depending on where you're yep. at. And then the last thing I would say with this financial one is just continue to be educated. Yes. Um you have to have financial mentors in your life. And mm-hmm. those mentors don't have to be people that you know personally. Right. Like Dave Ramsey's website. I mean, I cannot recommend Joe Sengel enough. Yes. His Monday Money Tip podcast. It's so unbelievable. good. Unbelievable. It's less than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's way less than what we're doing on our podcast. <laughs> uh, less than 30 minutes every single episode. He always has such great stuff to share. His website has free tools. Um, like get educated follow them on social media yeah, so when so, yes, you're yeah. when you're just scrolling to scroll you're seeing encouragement that helps me yeah, a ton Dave i love Ramsey has seeing all those people. success stories yes. of people paying off massive amounts it encourages of me to keep fighting the yep. good fight and doing what we need to do yep so those are some practical next steps things and even on, on everything we shared you could do another whole podcast yeah, yeah. on each one of those things but those are some things that we think you can do to start Saving money mm-hmm. and to getting out of debt, which I think are the two biggest things that Americans are struggling with, yeah. according to those statistics. Yeah, yeah. And Cynthia, hope that helped give you some next steps um, uh, to, to get moving out of debt and get working together yeah. uh, as a, a married couple. So the, the uh, next one we're going to deal with today, and then we'll be done for this podcast, is not going back to the way things were with our physical health. Yeah. So financial health, physical health. As a reminder, two-thirds of Americans are considered overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and listed among those most vulnerable to COVID are obesity. Yeah. So, uh, Jenny asked this question, how do you motivate yourself to stay disciplined, especially when it comes to physical fitness? I see your posts about mm-hmm. running and staying active. Just wondering what gets you motivated to keep it up, looking for some inspiration. So I'll great question, Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you this, one of the biggest game changers for me was realizing that the way I cared for my body was an mm-hmm. act of worship to God. That's really good. That ultimately working out is not about looking better. Mm-hmm. It's about honoring God. Yeah, that's convicting to me. Like I, I've been kind of slacking, and I'm like, I need to do better. That he, we are to be managers. Yeah. We're stewards. Yeah. So in the same way that we are managers of God's, we didn't mention this. All the oh, money I have yeah. is God's. Yeah, it's not ours. It's not mine. Yeah. It's God's. My time is God's, mm-hmm. and my body is God's. Yeah. When I realized that. That was a game changer for me. Romans 12, 1 says, uh, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your what? Bodies. Your bodies to God because of all he's done for mm-hmm. you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he'll find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Yeah. That the way I use my body is a way to worship God. And then 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians 6, verse 20, this verse is used in context about our sexuality, by the way, but I think it, it okay. relates to other mm-hmm. things. It says this, for God bought you with a high price, Mm -hmm. meaning you belong to God. So you must honor God with your body. Wow. So my motivation is honoring God, not looking better. Now, that's not always been the case for me. Mm -hmm. I've I've dealt with some very uh, extreme self-esteem issues when it comes to my body. Uh, A byproduct of working out is you look better and feel better. Right. Uh, hopefully you live longer. Yeah. 
life's short already. Right. So I don't want to speed it up by the way I live. Mm-hmm. Right. But it all starts with that motivation. Uh, the way I care for my body is a way to worship God. It yeah, honors that's good. God. So here's a couple of just quick, easy things you can do to make some changes um, to start living healthier lives. And they're not hard. Right. Well, they're simple. They're simple to say. Right. They're, they are hard to live out. Yeah, hard to do. It takes discipline. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the first one is this. Just start moving. Yeah. If we would just be a little bit more active, <laughs> it would help a lot in this. I actually looked up how much exercise is recommended. Yeah. It's, it, if you take the total time per week that's recommended, it averages to 21 minutes a day wow. of moderate intensi- intensity cardio. That's 21 a, minutes. It's not really that long. It's not long at all. Like 21, you could have listened. Uh, uh, this podcast will end up being about two days worth of workouts. Oh, that's good. If you go walk for 21 minutes, you'll be halfway through this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to end up mm-hmm. right about 40 minutes, 42 minutes probably. So 21 minutes a day. If you're doing high intensity workouts, it's actually less per day. Mm, wow. So high intensity cardio, like running or just that so extreme biking or whatever. Yeah, or a hit 30. It's one or... and a half to two and a half hours a week. Wow. So just start moving. I'm, And that's been my big thing. Just move. I put it on every single workout yeah. post I put it online. Just move. I, and I'm all for the Fitbit, the, the Apple Watch. Actually, I'm, I don't like Apple Watches because they are so distracting <laughs> yes, for people. That's another t- subject for another day. But <laughs> anyway, I'm all for the step counters. But I don't think we should just count our steps from walking around at our job right. as a workout. Right. I get it. If that I, I, That's good that you're moving at your job. Yes, and some people do a lot of walking yes. for their job. Yeah. But, but I think there's something the about being intentional. Yeah. That, I equate it this way. That would be like me saying, well, I spend hours a week mm-hmm. in the Bible for my job as a pastor. And so I'm just going to count that as my personal time with God. Hmm. Well, I, I do. I spend hours a week in my Bible. Right. But that can't replace my intentional time with God. So in the same right. way, I do think there's value hmm. in intentional exercise for the sake of living healthier. Yeah. And not just counting my steps from around the house. Those are good. It's good to be moving, but anyway. those are just extra. Yep. Yeah. Um, so get, get outside, go to the zoo when it's open. If, it, if you're, if a local zoo is yeah. open around you, go hiking, get out in nature, go to the park and, and just be intentional about, about moving. You had mentioned there's tons of workouts on Pinterest. Oh, you can yes. do. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, Every body part you can look up and find a workout just for that. Yep. Use, use your, time of walking or whatever yeah. to listen to podcasts, listen to worship music, yeah. pray, um, pray, uh, listen to sermons, whatever you, you can do that. So that that's the outgo part of your yeah. physical. You, you need to be moving Yeah, 21 minutes a day on average. Hmm. It, and that would get us a long way. It's, it's such a small amount of it time because like we are such time wasters, but I have days that I don't want to go do anything and yep. I'd rather sit around. So I get that it's the hardest thing to do. And I know, and when you have kids, it makes it little yeah. kids, it makes it even harder. Yeah. And I know there are some people who say, I don't have time, which is a lie. Which goes back to number six yeah, we'll get to that, that we that talked one. about. Yeah. You, we all have the same amount of time. Yeah. We all have 24 There's hours a day. There's only 24 hours a day. And what we do with that 24 hours, whether it is a choice. Yeah. Some of it might be demanded of us. Right. You know, you have to be at your job for this amount of time or whatever. 
But you're but, not at your job for 24 hours no. a day. You don't. There's nothing you do that takes 24 nope. hours. So nope. there's always some free time in there. So that that's the outgo part. 21 minutes a day of just start moving. Hmm. Just get moving. And I think that'll go a long way. But the intake part's a big one. Like, what what do you you always say the what are the ratio of oh 80 20 80 percent is eating healthy 20 percent is working out yeah. so when you look at it like that i'm like yeah. man the working out part is way easier even though it's hard yeah because eating healthy you can't stop yeah. eating like you have to do that yep yeah. so I, I showed you the pictures on youtube last time of kind of my weight loss mm. uh journey at least 60 pounds that I lost. It had to be more than that. But on one of those, that one picture I showed, it's it's crazy. I, I, I don't even remember it. doesn't even it. look like me. No. But anyway, it, you we have to make some changes in the way yeah. we eat. One of the biggest, biggest changes for us that led to healthier living mm-hmm. was we stopped drinking soda. Yeah. Pop, whatever you call it yeah, from yeah. your re- region of the country. Yeah. Um, we just stopped drinking it. I will. The only time I ever, I have to have a soda. <laughs> I have where? to have. Where? At the movies. At the movies. I The movies are so much better with pop and popcorn. <laughs> I have now, because of my blood work that came back with high cholesterol, I, the last time I went to a movie, I got a small soda and small popcorn. And this was the crazy part. The lady t- asked me, do you just want to make that the senior discount? <laughs> The senior, the senior combo. Thanks, lady. Yeah, she was probably 16 years old. The senior combo is a small pop, small popcorn. Wow. But anyway, stop drinking soda, and I lost. That was a, a huge step forward in losing weight. Right. And just let's, feeling better. Let's just say how sometimes it's not unfair that men can do one thing <laughs> and start losing weight. And for women, it takes a hundred things before we start losing weight. But you stopped. This is kind of disgusting how much soda oh, we it drank. Was, it was bad. Because you stopped drinking soda and weight just started oh, coming yeah. off. And yep. we were like, and you're, I, I only did one thing. And we yep. were shocked and kind of disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. So... Obviously, with that, we started drinking more water. Right. Both of us make it a goal, and we almost every day get there is yes, drinking half yes. our weight, half our body weight in ounces, ounces of, water. of water. So whatever, whatever your, your weight, weight is, yeah. divide that by two. That's how many ounces of water you should drink a day. We both do that and every find, single day. I find it easier for me to find a water bottle that I yeah. only drink out of. I know how many ounces is in it. So and so I know, okay, I have to have three of these yeah. to get to half my weight. And so then it's like you have a goal yep. to get there and it makes it a little bit easier. Yep. I actually, one of the things, well, I don't think, I'll just say it. One of the things I started doing that gets my day started right is I actually drink. The first thing I do when I wake up oh, yeah. is I drink a bottle about, it's about, 24 to 30 ounces of water. I just down it. Yeah. That's the first thing I do because you lose hydration in your sleep. Right. So the first thing I do is I drink a whole bottle of water to start my day. Literally the very first thing I do, I'm doing a little, a little morning prayer routine that I do through the Lord's prayer. And while I'm doing that Lord's prayer routine, the first thing I do, I'm drinking that water. And it wakes up our body and our organs and it's good for us. Yeah. Uh, Just recently, like literally within the last week, I started drinking one cup of water for every cup of coffee I drink. Yeah. That was recommended from a health expert in our life that we're friends with. Uh, so it's a one-to-one ratio because yeah. coffee does dehydrate you, yeah. and I love coffee. <laughs> and so for every one cup, I drink a, the same amount in, yeah, in water. Uh, we've, we've drastically changed our diet, yeah. even more so with this recent blood work that came back with yeah. our elevated cholesterol. 
Um, so we've re- reduced our saturated fat intake. Um, we don't eat a lot of sugar or sweets anyway. Right. Those are a killer to your body. Uh, well, Sabrina, yeah. you do have a sweet tooth. I do. I have, I have <clears throat> confessed that I'm a sugar addict, but I have really backed off over the years because I just know it's not good for me, yeah. even though it tastes so good. Yeah. But My downfall is chips and dip. Oh, my Lanta, you guys. He has a problem. I, I, mean, I, 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 I can actually say no. I'm stuttering. I'm, so, I'm craving chips so bad. I'm stuttering. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I can actually say no to starting to eat it. Okay. But if I start eating the chips and dip, I literally what? Yes. You, you're out of control. You I eat the whole stop. bag. I, I literally could eat an entire bag of chips and dip, which is why I look the way I did. I, it's so bad. I, I like, I try so hard to not treat you as a child, to treat you (laughs) as my husband and show you respect and love you equally. But there are times when I see you getting out of control that I have taken the chip back away (laughs) because I'm like, just the other night at dinner, I was like, Jada, grab the chip back from dad. He doesn't need any more. Yeah, it's pretty, it's not good. It's really not you good. Ju- you need a little help in that area. And sometimes we'll be white, like on date night, you'll be like, do I need to take those from you? I literally will just keep, I mean, it's bad. So uh, it was more, well, this is something we're still working on, but you have to have a, the, there's a serving size for a reason. There's a you serving know? size for a reason. And I hate the serving size. I, I just rolled my, I'd rather not have any than eat the serving, the serving, sermon, the, the serving size. Oh, anyway, you have to have the outgo, the workout yeah. to change the intake both those things will equal healthier lives. Yeah. Go get an annual. The really that blood work was done because we went and had an annual physical. Yeah. That our doctor asked for blood work. We got blood work done. Holy crap, my cholesterol is way high. Yeah. So go to your doctor. Ask them to do a, a physical on you and help you with your eating, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it might cost you a little bit of money. Yep. But now if you do the financial ones, you're saving some money. That's so right. Can... So we've invested in our health and we have a kid that we're investing in, in her health. She's on a diet. We're doing blood work, all the things. So you do have to spend some money, but we've been saving for yep. things like this. So yep. we're prepared. So the outgo intake accountability is another one that I think is huge Yeah. for you. Like for me, I'm, I'm a driven person and I'm super competitive with myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have a problem now. I did when I first started. I don't have a problem now of being disciplined and working out because it's now it's just a normal part of my life. Right. I'm so OCD that once I have my routine set, I just keep on doing it. Right. You are someone that you do way better if someone's doing it with you. Yes. Um, and because we don't work out at the same pace, you need other people in your life. So you, you actually have somebody that you walk with regularly. Yeah. Even when we were in extreme isolation with the, uh, with COVID, you would uh, walk and call people. Yes, they would. Some some people would walk in their own part of their neighborhood. Some yep. would just be sitting at home, which was fine. But I needed someone yeah. to talk to. And I love listening to podcasts, but I know I just do much better if, if someone's holding my yep. hand and helping me. Yeah. So you might need somebody to hold you accountable. Yeah. Some of this, that's not your spouse, probably, you know, a friend, a loved one. That you can say, hey, I, I I need to start moving. Yeah, I need to start eating better, and I I need you to either do this with me or at least ask me weekly, daily, right, monthly how I'm doing. Uh, but you need accountability, I think, it, especially when you get started. Yeah, you need accountability to keep keep going. Yeah, so that's good. You have the outgo, the workout, the intake, the food, the accountability, and then another area that I think plays into all of this is just sleep. Yeah, um, I. 
for me, my goal is seven hours of sleep a night. And I, I like to get eight, <laughs> uh, but my body actually will often wake up after seven. Yeah. And, and going to bed at a certain time is huge. I mean, that's, there, there's actual research that show when, when REM sleep, the best sleep mm-hmm. happens and it, it's, it's like from 10 to two or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So if you're staying up till midnight or one and then going to bed, well, now you're missing the best part of your right. sleep. You might still get seven or eight hours, but you're not getting the best sleep. Right. We don't have time to go into all that, but I think sleep's another big one that, that if we get the better sleep, it's going to affect our mental capabilities, our spiritual capabilities, physical, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. It all does go together. Yeah. Yeah. So there's kind of the deep dive into those two things. I don't want to go back to normal on finances. Normal wasn't working. Or physical health. Normal wasn't working. Those those statistics show it. It wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And we, we have to make some changes to not go back to that. So on the next episode, we'll continue this series. And the next two things we're talking about is going to be our uh, emotional mental health and our spiritual health. Yeah. So we're going to do a, a deep dive into those two things. I think those two things correlate really well yeah, together. Yeah, I do. And some of the solutions are the same mm-hmm. for both those. Yeah. And so I think we're going to uh, do that next time. Hope this is helpful to you. Mm-hmm. As always, uh, like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all the things. If you want to ask questions, hit us up on social media or at email hello at jeffmanis.com. Let's end with our marriage mantra. We are united United in Christ, Christ, unstoppable unstoppable with Christ, Christ, and unbreakable because of Christ. Christ. Now it's time for you to go get naked and party. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to the Naked Party Time Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on all of your podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure and subscribe as well. For more content, go to jeffmanis.com.